<laughs> Waited way too long. <laughs> Pod we did. The Masters 2019 feels like 11 years ago. Here we are. It was 11 years ago. Welcome and... Hey everybody, I'm Chad Eckert, that's Sarah Martins, and this is the Fantasy Golf Pod. You follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Golf Pod, you're probably watching that Periscope feed. So could you like it and share it and get it around, because we do this for free, we do this for fun, we do this out of the goodness of our hearts. Every Tuesday night, we come together and we correct beers and click names. A cheers. A cheers, always. Quickly, if you're new here, great, welcome. Hit the subscribe button, join us every week. But dude, you need to know that we're hashtag not experts, so be careful what you're listening to, or we don't claim to be experts. Hashtag not experts. We're simply friends who like to discuss the names and the reasons for every PGA Tour event on DraftKings. We recognize this as roulette, we play for low stakes. DraftKings is a casino, so just be careful out there. Play in the short game with us. It's 20 entry contest. It's a dollar an entry. This week, Eric, I'm stepping it up a little bit. I'm going to join that one, of course, the short game, because I'm going for a cash a comma. That's my goal. But I'm going to try to cash a comma in the $2 thing, 20 entry. I don't remember. Whoa. Yeah, so, okay, total lineups this week, 45. <laughs> I'm playing in the PME Open. What? <laughs> yeah, no rake. It's already filled, so you can't join it. So sorry if you didn't get into that. But I'm playing in it, and I got three entries into that, and that's $15 an entry. That's my Millie Maker right there. So it's up to my bankroll to $111. Cause it's the Masters. What would you say to me if I said it's the Masters, and I might just throw one $20 lineup into the Millie Maker? I would say, why don't I just take you out back? You give me the $20, I kick you in the nuts, and we call it a day. <laughs> yeah uh we could talk about contest selection but let's talk about what we talk about typically when you find us here it's ownership projections favorites the chalk the pivots the values the fun the narratives not so wrapped up in strokes gain stats and spitting you 50 round information we are able to help you on your DFS journey. If you're new to DraftKings and you have never played before, that's fine. We did a pod beginning of the season, how to play DFS. There's a lot of other uh, content on our YouTube page that will help you become a better player. So you should just look for that. Find those videos and do that first. But I got a couple of things before we get to the names. We typically get right to the names. Sorry, we're a little late to the show here. Uh, technical difficulties is already cashed. It's bet. Yep. Sorry about that. A lot uh, when you're a home producer in your garage. Order a sweatshirt, people. I had this is the last one we bought, and Eric and I bought two of them, and it is a disintegrating. You can tell it's just in crappy condition. It was one of the cheapies. We only bought two of them, so it costs like forty bucks each, or something incredible. Or it was even I don't know. It was more than that. But uh, these sweatshirts are champion sweatshirts. They got our logo, the new one, the one that George made us, the one that's sick. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, whatever. Order a sweatshirt, sub to my Patreon page, give me $5 and I'll give you access to this amazing spreadsheet that I made and I've spent a ton of time on. Oh yeah, look at that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that, we've made those too. Those were, they came in the logo was like way down here. That's what you get when you go with the cheap option. So we're trying to go with the good option. So order from the good option and the more people that order it, it's cheaper for everyone. We did a master's uh, chat on Friday night and that's on iTunes and YouTube. And that was more, you know, course history and uh, recent form and our names that we like, but not necessarily about ownership projections. Cause a lot of that's kind of lost on some people. So check that out. Other things, blah, 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 whatever. Look for my spreadsheet, pay me $5, buy a sweatshirt. Let's <laughs> get to the names for this. What is this? The Masters? How is it the Masters? It's November. It's crazy. Yeah, hey, I, I think the Masters couldn't come at a better time. Oh, thanks for saying that. Everyone said that. We know it's never a bad time for the Masters. And at the tippity tip top, it's a Bryson DeChambeau at $11,200. And if you want him, you're going to have to share him because he's popular because he's, uh, according to Twitter, going to win. It's over. Bryson's already won. 
right? How could he lose? It's over. The narratives are just too strong. He's going to shoot all the rounds in the 60s. It's never been done before, but he's going to do it. He's going to break Jordan and Tiger's record for, what is it, 18 under? Right? Yeah, he's here at yeah, Quagnus, chalk donkey, play the top price guy. How is Bryson going to lose? Well, I think he might get triggered if he doesn't uh, break par, which apparently is 67 for him now. So that's – We know he gets actually, triggered, dude. Yeah, yeah. That, that could be a little concerning that he set the bar to, to this uh, minus five being uh, a par. Because he just is like hitting wedge into all the par fives. I saw a tweet that uh, Zach Johnson was the last guy to hit wedge into all the par fives and win the Masters, and this is what Bryson's trying to do. Kind of tongue in, <laughs> tongue in cheek, like he's going to be for Eagle, though. Uh, Groupthink has landed on Bryson. We've seen what Groupthink has done to names before in the past. It reminds me of Rory at Portrush, the open. Blocked his tee shot out of bounds on the first hole. And it was downhill from there, but he almost made the cut, at least. But Rory was supposed to win. People who have supposed to win before, they haven't always done it. So maybe, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You know? Maybe he's spending way too much energy in the first couple days of the week here. Tiger barely even practiced last year leading up to it in the days ahead because he wanted to save his energy. He knew you need energy on Sunday. Will he still have some? I don't know. Maybe that he thrives off of being busy and working his brain like a computer. Maybe he cares too much. Does he care too much? I mean, I think he always has cared too much. It's, it's actually something that I, I do like about about Bryson is that he does, he does, you know, he cares every single week. I mean, there's a lot of people who don't. Right. Exactly. So, you know, I mean, Hey, look, go look, go look back at uh, what we've seen from the last handful of masters, maybe go back to 16, 17, 18, and then even 19, you know, who was the highest price golfer that won in the last uh, four years, Tiger Woods at 10,500 last year. He was highest price. Well, it wasn't highest price. Oh, but he, not top price, but he was the highest dollar amount. Highest dollar amount. Everybody else you got in the 8K, 7K, 7,700 Patrick Reed. So this, I, I think every year is different. So, you know, and it's a roulette table. And so the idea that you think that like red's going to continue to trend is obviously a foolish uh, idea to, to go with. But well, I mean, and. He hasn't played that great here, Eric. He had his best result was when he was an amateur in 2016. He was T21. That's the best result he's had. He was 54, 36 hole co-leader, and he ended up with T28 or something last year. So, right. Uh, but you know, he uh, what? He basically destroyed the U.S. Open. So, I mean, anything's possible. If Bryce is going to like do it, then whatever, it'll be fun, I guess. But what happens when he has to scramble? When he's trying to press, is he going to be nervous? Is he going to get in his own head? We talked about how he's kind of a – he's got the short fuse trigger. I don't know. Are you worried about his green reading book? Yes. I, I think that's a legitimate thing. You know, think about the guys that we have done well here. You know, that played many years in the past. Tiger, he didn't have to look at – he didn't – Never had a book to look at. Going back to 97, I mean, come on. These young millennials, Eric. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a big crutch, to be honest. And there's a lot of narratives that you can try and ride and, and make fun of people for having the narratives, you know, all that, this and that or whatever. But the, the, the green reading thing, like, he does – I mean, he's a scientist, or, you know, we call him the scientist. And, you know, he looks at those things. He maps it out. He's got his – you know, he – crosses out the X amount of dots and grades things out and then put the boom, boom, boom. And then that, that's the reading and still my missed putt. And now here we are to Augusta national, some of the craziest uh, greens that we can find. Uh, yeah. on tour. So, okay. Let's talk seriously though, about your DraftKings lineup. Do you put him in there and then what he has to top five or he has to do so well. And maybe he has like a bad blow up hole or two, but he's eagled so much that his score, his scoring is like top five, then it may pay off. But do you have to pair uh, top priced 11 2 Bryson with five amazing golfers, or can you get away with fading him and then have him finish top five and you still win? 
Well, I mean, last year would be another case where you didn't need Tiger Woods to win the Millionaire Maker. I believe it was last year that Brooks was the highest priced. Uh, and I think I have the lineup right here. Uh, it was Brooks at 9.5 and then Xander at 8.5, Fino at 8.2. And then it just went down with, you know, the other guys below. So you started and you, with a nine and two eights? Yeah, the nine, no, three eights. And then, and then oh, a three. couple of ones. Yeah, so it's like... And then that was fading 10-5 Tiger Woods that people thought was overpriced last year. And I think... And you still won, and you didn't even need the winner. Yeah, exactly. So that could so, be weird, but I don't know if that's going to happen again. I don't know. No, we Should we move on? Should we talk about the other names? Come on, who's the fade? Yeah, I'm sick of Bryson. I don't even think Bryson's going to... You could do a miscut Bryson bet. Wow. Take the cash, run. <laughs> I don't know. All right, let's talk about the most popular in the 10K range, and it's Dustin Johnson. Is he in this lineup? I'm like, where are, is he? Whoops, sorry, showing you my lineup. <laughs> anyway, if you're on YouTube, you can see that I'm sharing the screen. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to use that lineup, but whatever, you saw it. Dustin Johnson's here at $10,000, and he's wanted by everyone. Do you want him? What is his ownership going to be? It's going to be like 23 24%. Again, does that matter? When the guy has had four consecutive top tens at Masters and it's T2 last year, he basically holds the number one world ranking going into the Masters for the third time in the last four years. He was T2 last week. Top tens in each of his last six starts, including five results of T2 or better. <laughs> He's never played better in his life. He's $10,000. Why isn't he not 11-4 right next about what's going on? Did DraftKings just give you the free square with Dustin Johnson? They well, here's the thing that DraftKings does is they they either gave us the free square or they gave us a massive trap, <laughs> which I'm going to fall into. Yeah, same, right? Ten thousand dollars. I mean, you know, you talk about. I, I was like I said, I look was looking back at all these you know past uh, years and and prices of of lineups, and it's basically a balanced build. Does does you good? You could you know you don't see any of these top price guys. Maybe falling inside a top 10, you didn't even need them, except for last year with Tiger, and didn't even need that to win a million maker. So you start with DJ. It's basically a balanced build, slightly. Could you go JT, DJ? You yeah, can. You, have 7, you, can, you can do that. I was messing around with the builds. You can do that. You can do JT, DJ. You can do Rom, DJ. You can do Rory, DJ. And as long as you're willing to, you know, there's, there's guys down in the 6K range that I think are in play. But it's not going to be a balanced build anymore, which we've seen be successful at these okay. math tournaments. So maybe you just pick the guy you like in the 10K range, and you maybe pick the pivot. Well, we know Bryson's going to be wanted, and we know DJ's going to be wanted, and we know Rom kind of, probably JT too. But Rory seems to be being overlooked despite five top tens in his last six starts at the Masters. Granted, didn't have one last year. Wait, maybe I did. I don't know. I was looking at the wrong guy. But yeah, Rory, dude, awesome. Do you take him? I mean, if you're building 150 lineups, you take all these guys and say, fuck it. If you're making 20 like us, you might have to fade a couple. And, you know, I probably won't even fade all of them. I'll just take them all because I'm a, I'm a chalk donkey. And I, so I, in I your 20 lineups, spray. you're going to just pepper the top and like get a couple of each shares? I'll spray everywhere, man. It just works. spray the masters is 90 people here yeah 40 from missed the cut and 40 well, what does that mean it means like it's like a no cut event kind of yeah well, so then what do we do in no cut events you just choose whoever you want you, you take the best players that you can because it's the it's the u.s opens it's the pgas it's the hard op the open for example where you want to pepper the ak range and you want to get balanced because you're worried you got to squeeze your you got a little bit tight on it and you got to go i don't want to do it this one, it's kind of like almost everybody makes the cut. You got 20 guys that aren't going to make it. Do you just say, whatever, balance, normal, stars and scrubs, whatever the F you want. Just do the best plays. Put them all together. I'm going to take 30 players, and they're all going to make the cut, and there could be a handful of teams that aren't cashing. True. So maybe you have to do more risk for more reward, depending on the contest that you enter. If you're going to be in that Millie maker, let's just be honest. You're yeah, that's, just, that's where he takes the risk. Yeah. Just be like, ha ha. If this happens, I will laugh. Um, but take JT. Come on. You can't get off of JT. I got the gut feeling on JT to win. So that's my favorite favorite is Justin Thomas. You can get him at what? 
17%. I mean, okay, whatever. Love it. 9K range. Should we holler into that range? Let's holler. $9,800. Xander Shoffley and Brooks Kepka and Cantlay and Morikawa and Hatton and Simpson Reed and Woods. But Watson, your guy. What a range of juicy names. So why would you – I mean, there's not much difference. Is there between the 10 and the 9K range? No, I think for the public, the eye makes, you know, when they look at it and they see that like one, uh, you know, thousand less difference between 10K and 9K, I could see that would make a difference. But I think you're actually absolutely right. Xander, Brooks, Cantley, some of these guys, Tyrrell Hatton, uh, Webb, these guys are all playing fucking fantastic yeah. golf. Probably arguably better golf than these some of these 10K guys. You know, you look at Rory or some of the results you know, uh, from JT or Ron, whatever. I mean, like, these guys are not Rom necessarily. He's been playing fucking great, but... but Everybody's yeah. been playing great. And yeah. everyone in this range has been playing great. Cantley just won. Brooks was almost a winner last week. Xander's almost won everything. Kyle Morikawa won a major. Hatton's won everything overseas. Webb won everything. Reed's won the major before. Tiger, Bubba, oh, wait, man, well... <laughs> but at the same time, you can use these names and you can get away with it, and it's great. And I love them. And they're not as wanted as the 10K range, but the most wanted name in the 9K range is Xander Shoffley at the top at $9,800. He's 19% wanted. Do you want him? I mean, it's kind of like the major narrative. He's so good at majors. It's no cut, Augusta. He was in the mix last year. He led after, he had a point where he led. And, you know, four. And, uh, barely. Yeah, no. But he was there. He was in contention. So you like Xander at all? He is the most perplexing player on the PGA Tour for me to click. I get it wrong some of the times. I get it right the other. I, I hmm. it's he's a scary guy to fade. Let's just put it that way. So when it comes down to decision making process and you're trying to whittle your player pool down to something somewhat reasonable, usually for me it's from going from like 32 people down to like 25 people, and I'm looking at Xander or Brooks or Patch, you know, like, what do you do? You, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you might lean Xander in your head, but I think right. our yeah. statistic bros, our stat bros in the oh, computer they, lab, oh, yeah. they might tell you to fade. <laughs> they might tell you to fade. Well, you know, he has a round the green game, has been carrying him. I I wrote it, I said it, I think it, so I might not use it. And if he's 19%, or I think he could even more lean towards breaking the Dustin Johnson chock of the week number and getting up to 24-5. So, I don't know. Also popular, dude, is Bubba, your guy, because <laughs> he's a little bit of a discount. He has the two jackets. He's the bomber. 17% on Bubba Watson. Do you take the money and run with Bubba or you just eat the chalk? Well, yeah, I, I think you do, and especially if it's something you like. I like him, and I don't care about the ownership, and we've said this before. We don't – don't don't get yourself off somebody just because they're going to be a little more popular. You need to find other ways to find leverage. Yeah, Some of these lineups that have won a millionaire maker, you, you're looking at the first three guys in are, are, are 18, 23, 20% owned each. And oh, then really? They, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I was looking back at it. And, uh, you know, uh, 28. So, so, so the winner of the millionaire makers is Eaton Chalk. Well, I, I can tell you right now, 2017 had – Paul Casey at 20%, Ricky Fowler at 30%, Sergio at 18 Justin Rose at 26%, and then they just differentiated themselves with Matt Kuchar and Thomas Peters at 9.9 and 4.4. So okay. that's so just that a normal week at DFS golf. Yeah, exactly. So just stop like, overthinking. Take and then the they probably spent all the money. We could add it up and we probably will tell you. Oh, that. yeah, I bet it was too. <laughs> so, you know, it's just like every, every, it's another tournament. Just don't overthink. Take the guy you like. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be heavy on Bubba. I don't care. What about – let's talk about the least popular. Their name is Tiger Woods, but also Morikawa. So what a world is this where we're going to get Tiger Woods at the Masters and the future Tiger Woods, Colin Morikawa, at the Masters at low ownership, at not highest prices. My God, should we be pivoting to these two names? What is going on? It's so intriguing. It's so – like, I want to do it. Should we do it? Is it a DraftKings play to do it? Here's the question you have to ask yourself. Are you, do you think that you're burning a lineup by clicking Tiger Woods or clicking Colin Morikawa? Do you think that that lineup is going to be burned? What are you doing around that lineup? Burn. Do you think you're going to miss the cut? <laughs> no. Probably Tiger, not. Tiger, there's some, there's some concerns there. 
He's made yeah. 20 cuts in a row here. It's like a record. Or it's a, he's a couple away from a record. He needs to do that for like another few more years, and he'll have the record for the most consecutive cuts in a row. I doubt Nike and Tiger for his brand is going to miss this cut. Same with Morikawa, actually. He's kind of under the radar. Now it's switched. Wolf's coming in, the man. It's weird. Hovland's the forgotten man. Scheffler used to be the forgotten man. And now you got Scheffler's kind of in the middle and Morikawa that no one wants. It's weird. So, I mean, I'm not going to tell you not to click Morikawa, but I have seen a little less that I liked coming into this that I had coming into the PGA where you're kind of knowing, like, of course he's going to win. It's Harding Park. It's his home backyard. He's comfortable. He's played there. We can have the narrative, and so I don't know. I don't know if rookies can perform, but if you click Morikawa at low ownership and he pops and does exactly what he does normally, and it's a golf course where he goes with a yardage to a point, and then all he does is hit the ball. I mean, like, can you really – like, there's no fans there, so they're not going to mess him up and make him feel the pressure. He already knows he, he should be confident, and he's the winner of a major. Good God, I'm talking myself into Morikawa. I wasn't going to play Morikawa. <laughs> but here we go, nine – K range favorite play, uh, obviously APPR at 92, but you actually can go $9,300 and you can get Webb Simpson, who doesn't seem to be wanted. I don't understand this. Is this because this is a bomber narrative? Webb doesn't bomb it out there. But what? He was T5 last year. I mean, these players make, they find different ways, you know. The, you think you need to be more on the side of the fairway that you're supposed to be on in half the holes. And there are par threes here. Like, does a bomber need a par three? Also, can we just talk about the fact that he's got the Hall of Fame caddy? He's got Paul Tesori. That team, Team Webb, you're picking a team here. And I think that team is really good. I think they're poised. He's at the age. He's at the crisp mid-30s. He has a major in his back pocket, but it was a long time ago, so he's motivated. He's got wins this season. He's got the motivation of being kind of under the radar. He's smushed in between Tiger, Reed, Hatton, Morikawa. So I don't know if he's going to get a lot of looks. I like Team Webb. So I'm on Webb Simpson. Tremendous value. Click it. AK range? Should we go there? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see the top of the range. Adam Scott. What do I have to say? In majors, we know you got to have the right star to win. And then you need to pepper the right names in the 8K range. And who is being peppered the most? Well, Tony Finau, $8,800. Another year, another Tony Finau at the major that he's popular and he's not even really expensive. Why would you not eat the 21? Why would you not take Tony Finau? Hey, and especially if he doesn't... Uh jack up his leg <laughs> well you can't play in the par three it didn't happen yeah. <laughs> so we don't have to worry about that i mean he's had good finishes but he hasn't come gotten over the hump is it because he can't putt yeah that's kind of been his problem <laughs> so then why would you want him now at chalk levels and he's <laughs> at chalk levels. yeah 21 for tony I mean, if he's 17 or whatever, it's getting to a point where it's fadeable because of chalk, dude. It's weird. And oh, top 10, a top five. Well, he's trending towards a top three. It's like, come on, really? Is he? Can he? There are guys that want this. He's not. I'm sure he wants it, but I don't know. Does he? Well, I think you were making the argument that he needs a little uh, a breakthrough on the regular tour, not uh, the Puerto Rico Open. But then do we do the DraftKings play thing where we go 8,800, Tony Fino, par fives. It's going to be in it. We know he's going to party. We know he's going to eagle sometimes. Why would we not click him? He's a scorer on DraftKings. This is what he does. He's, he, he's shown to be comfortable here. I mean, he did place after. Well, he could be T21 and still get in the winning lineup. Or uh, he'll cash you with T21. Uh, he might need to do better than T21, but yeah. Yeah, all these guys. But Okay, well, then let's talk about Hideki at 18%. Would you ever click a Hideki share? He's the second most wanted. He's 87 right underneath. You know, if you make 20 lineups and you fade Fina on Hideki and those guys get 40th, you just gained a lot of leverage. I know. I, I almost like that scenario better than the fact that they're going to do well. They fucking suck at putting. They're both terrible at putting. So right. then I would, you know, I don't know. The, for, the chalk forms. The chalk forms. It's weird. And then – and then you, then it makes you think, and it makes your brain go do weird things, and then not click Tony Fino on a major at a Masters. I don't know. I might not do it now. 
oh god and wolf was forming his chalk at the beginning of the week but he's forming his less chalk he's eighty five hundred dollars and he's only at 15 percent. but that's like the third most one um and then you can pivot to the terrible names i mean the least popular names <laughs> uh, terrible tommy fleetwood now yuck what happened to him last year he was my guy i picked him to win because i had the long hair at the time so i had a hair and hair and I was going. Yeah. Yeah. hashtag content for your, for your clicking purposes, you utilize your hair. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's just enough. This is a roulette table. Yeah. Mm. Then, okay, my, what about Jordan Spieth? Because he is a pivot. Is he, though? Is the public going to get a hold of him? What contest is he going to be a pivot in? Probably the higher stakes. The lower stakes losers are going to know, oh, the name, Jordan Spieth. And they're going to want it and click it. So he might be maybe 12 percent in those ones like quarter arcade and stuff like that but i think if you get higher up and in your single entries it's gonna be low as fuck but in like 150 mass multi entry he's gonna be low owned high stakes isn't he i i would i would think that he's gonna be low on but i just think that people know that jordan spieth loves augusta and he's shown him to be in poor form and then still show up so I think people are expecting it to happen. I'm skeptical at this point that he can show up here. And I mean, even at the $8,200 price tag, that seems steep to me. To, oh, man. To, but don't to, we go away from every single Masters and we're like, oh, God, this is the same with Brooks. We're like, yeah. <laughs> we literally text each other on Saturday afternoon. We're like, oh, we did it again. We yeah. faded Brooks in a major and we faded Spieth and we faded Tiger. I have no money. We faded, no. We faded B now. We faded. <laughs> and that's the problem. Is like I, literally the pod we did last year, like every single name I said, I was like, these are good names that everybody wants that are playing great. But these bad names, nobody wants. They could play good. And then none of that had happened. So maybe just play the good plays and like don't overthink it. And the reason why is because you don't need to. You literally don't need to go out of your way in the AK range to play Tommy Fleetwood and hope he pops. What? Out of nowhere. No. So just do it in the seven or the six. And then yeah, take the name the, the eight yeah. and everybody knows. And then you get the combo right on the top. Four names at the top. That's easy to collect dollars at that. It's the two names at the bottom that you need that are going to give you the leverage. So should we just walk into those names? Before we leave the AK range, though, we got to talk with a veteran, Hall of Fame, low-owned one, not, you know, Adam Scott, Paul Casey. They're about 10 11 12%. I mean, click that, right? Yeah, I mean, these guys are veterans of this course. Uh, burned, you know, last year, Paul Casey. And we'll get to, we'll get to, we'll get to Justin Rose in a minute as well. Both of these guys uh, were ass clouds. Yeah, yeah. Well, they then they turned into ass clowns, and then you know, my even my fifty percent tiger shares didn't lead me to a mega profit because I had them all paired with Paul Casey and Justin Rose last year. I remember that now. I wish I wasn't remember at this point, but yeah, no, I'm not somewhere. Yeah. So maybe they're the pivots this year to the names that are chalk. So this is great. Everyone thinks about last year, but so do they and then they come in and they're like i'm not fucking up this year i'm gonna do it i'm gonna have a little more concentration that's what happens is the guys that are young they don't have the concentration right away they don't care as much because they're in the nostalgic moment i'm in the master maybe not so much with fan, without patrons and in november that's totally weird so never mind. Be weird. But, yeah whatever we know that story everyone said it all week it's Tuesday night at 8.45 or live on the internet. We're on YouTube and iTunes and all those programs. You can buy a sweatshirt from me. You can donate to my Patreon. You can find a spreadsheet that there's one that's free. There's one that's paid. You can do all those things. And then you can find the 7K range where we can talk. Now, what we do on Tuesday nights on the Fantasy Golf Pod is about the ownership projections. We get those from our friends at Fanshare Sports and at FantasyNational.com. Those are people that we like. They don't give us any money to say those things. We just actually use their sites. So thank you and uh, for helping us give context to the content. Here we go. And let's talk about the 7K range and what is showing up on those two friendly websites, fansharesports.com. Very good website. Definitely good for NFL as well. And fantasynational.com, our guy Moose. Kokrak, he's $7,000. He's at the bottom of the 7K range, but he's at the top. Of the ownership this week. Would you want that? Is this the way to fade? I don't know if I can do it. But then he followed his win up with the T17. 
But his win came, we know, on the back of the putter or the blade of the putter. So <laughs> do you care about $7,000 coke rack? I want him because he's a bomber. I bet him like two months ago. Yeah, I mean, you should probably care because well, I had it pulled up. I don't have it pulled up now, but he did also gain again with the putter. Oh, he did? So, which, you know, maybe he's riding a hot putter. and Or it's giving him confidence in the other parts of his game, and as soon as the putter leaves him in the other parts of his game, will be not confident anymore, and he will be suffering greatly, and you'll be owning him at that major 15 20%, $7,000. You'll be ruined greatly. And when you could just pivot to historically good, low-owned names that aren't getting any love, Justin Rose at $7,700 and $7,900 Louis Oosthuizen. What's going don't on? Oh. That, don't tell me that Rose is not getting love. No, I'm just kidding. They're popular. Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about the actual numbers. 12%, 12%, eh, 11% for Scheffler, 11% for Cam Smith. You got 9% for Lowry, 8% for Westwood. Kokrak's the one, though, is 17%. <laughs> My God. And then, oh, uh, Poulter is 8.8. Those are names that are uh, kind of popular. But – I don't know. I don't. Matt Fitzpatrick at 9.6, probably the chalk I would fade. I don't really have any opinions on this, though, because I don't really like any of those. I mean, I like Cam Smith, so I'd use that. So I'd use that chalk. He's going to be popular, and rightly so. Uh, So then it's 12, 11, 12, 11, 10. Is that why would we do that? We'd fade the 17 Coke rack because that seems ridiculous, but you're not going to fade historically good 10%. (laughs) Seventy nine hundred. <laughs> Don't do that to yourself. You know, I think I think that uh, somebody in here that people are not expecting to do well is going to do well. Someone like Shane Lowry at seventy three hundred, who has horrible course history, but is playing okay and is a major winner. Mm-hmm. Now again, horrible course history. That's why I expect him to be low owned. But he caught my attention and. Last yeah. year, Shane Lowry at the Masters, I got a video of him uh, hitting a bad shot. It went into the water, and then it cut back to him right as he was just throwing it ferociously into the ground. That wasn't the funniest part. The funniest part is the lady that's in the background, like the patron that like looked at the water shot, looked back, and saw him do that, and her face was like, <gasps> this is the best. But there won't be that this year. It's sad. But yeah. we might go viral again. We had the Zach Johnson video. That was hilarious. Got a million views. That, that was, was last year. That was last year, dude. I can't, that's, I can't believe that was last year. That's crazy. <laughs> that was, well, 19 months ago or whatever. All right. The, uh, what about Abraham Answer? He's not going to be owned at 7,400. I mean, own him. Why? I mean, if you're looking for – this is the leverage range. If you're looking to – Well, you can do Sungjae, and he's the same price, and he's the same ownership. Why would you do Abe over Sunjay? Would you do you want to do a pod bet on that? Sunjay over Abe as far as like what? Making the cut? Finishing position. Drafting scoring. Sure. Like normal thoughts. What are you talking about? Yeah, that price range, I'm willing to. You oh, know, will you do the pivot of Gary Woodland? <laughs> I I was waiting for you to say his name, not me. No, don't do Gary Woodland. Don't do Lee. Uh well, maybe you could do don't do Kutcher. Don't do that. He's bad. But you could do Billy Horschel. Talk me yeah. off of Billy Horschel. Well, he's up and down, left and right, here and there, <laughs> everywhere. He does he does all sorts of things one week, and then he does the other thing the other week. And that's true. But, you know, it's it's. But you know, he he he's ang- he likes to win. He wants. He's angry. He's a killer. Yep. You know, we've seen the mentality. We've seen it for years from him. True. He's probably frustrated to a certain degree. Hey, he's in the Masters right now. He's probably happy about that fact. You don't think he's coming in here and not trying to win? Yeah, that's what right. I like about him. He's won a FedEx Cup, so he has a, you know, putt in the moment. To yeah. Win. And he needs a major. He hasn't performed well in majors. I'm a Gator guy. I don't know why, but I am. Jeez. The snow just fell off my uh, car. Sorry, I'm in my garage out here talking ownership with my friend Eric Quagnus Martins. You can find me on Twitter at Edina Realty. We're talking about the pivots in the 7K range. You're talking Billy Horschel. You're talking Phil Mickelson. Would you ever click a pivot on Phil? Something about me thinks that Phil's going to do all right. I don't know why, but I feel like you could click Phil and make the cut. But is that worth it at 7,500? 3% ownership? Well, if you look at more more leverage here, man. I mean, like there's a there's guys that are going to be clicked heavily in the seven K range. He is the type of 
person that's nobody expects to do well. What if he does? What if he T10s? The dude's won the fucking Masters, what, two times? Three times? Three? How many times? I don't know. You can consult my spreadsheet, Eric, actually, because on the DFS spreadsheet, on everybody in the entire field, I have how many times they've won. And I have Phil as 27 times in the Masters and winning it three times in 2004, 2006, and 2010. And actually, if you want to know, he could break a guy named Julius Borough's record of the oldest major champion of 48 years, four months, 18 days, which happened in 1968 at the PGA Championship. All of this information, a ton of this random SHIT, can be found on this spreadsheet for $5 if you go to my Patreon page. It's ridiculous. I'm honestly kidding. I'm not kidding. Like, I want to give it away for free because I'm very proud of it. I wrote a lot of stuff. I've Googled a lot of things. I've found a lot of stuff. I know where to find things over the last three years of doing this. And then I found them again and I've put them all on here. So go find that spreadsheet on my Patreon page. It's $5. Jesus, go do that just for FOMO reasons because I think it's cool. And then you can tell me it's not cool because you've at least paid for it and seen it. There's about eight people that have. Anyway, where were we? Oh, the 6K range. Here we go. Should we talk about the 6K range? Jesus. Are we out of control? As one of my favorite plays in the 7K range as well. Who? Lee Westwood. I know. We we said that on the Friday night chat. You could do Lee Westwood. People have been talking up Lee Westwood, but I don't want anything to do with Lee Westwood. I would rather have Cameron Champ when a bomber, a driving distance is needed, and you're going to use Westwood. Let's go to the 6K range. It starts with Leishman and Snedeker. Ooh, gross. Don't do it. But then it's your Muros, Wiesberger, EDR, Wallace, and Stenson, and then Siwoo, uh, Master Champion, Zach Johnson coming in decent form, Sebastian Munoz, Molinari, not on, Connors. Lord, have mercy. This is uh, still some good names. So I do kind of like a few of these names. Should we talk about the ones that everybody likes and the most popular names in the 6K range, Eric? It's Siwoo Kim, actually. Do you like him? <laughs> No. $6,800. People are clicking see Wu Kim. Um, I'm not sure about that. Munoz, though, is also wanted. Almost double-digit ownership on Sebastian Munoz. I don't know. Could you put I, it can see it. I mean, Siwu is doing pretty good, but God, historically, he's just so up and down. That's why I think. That's but he has performed well at the Masters, Eric actually and he's performing like each year better and he's good around the green he's had some good around the green showing in the last few tournaments he has the bomber actually in him he's got good driving distance Siwoo Kim is actually a good pivot to normal names I don't know because Stenson's right there maybe he's 10 percent maybe he won't be I don't know what contest you're in it depends could you fade it uh yeah probably but that's the thing like yeah. Is 10%, God, is that enough to fade in the 6K range? I'm like, I'm confused too, especially with there's only 80 guys. So 10% is really not a lot. No. One out of 10 people have Siwoo. Just be that one out of 10. Who cares? <laughs> I'm not, I'm serious. I don't know. Same with Munoz. I love Munoz. He's playing great. Munoz is the type of guy that seems like he would walk down the fairway with Tiger and JT and he'd fit right in and he wouldn't give a shit. He'd actually be cooler than them. Like he has that swag. So if you haven't seen Sebastian Munoz or you don't know anything about Sebastian Munoz, you look him up. He's won on the tour already. He's playing awesome. Every single tournament he's in against all of these good names, he's there. He's in contention. He's flirting with the top of the leaderboard. And then they show him on it. They go to him and they show him. And he's got the stoic face. He's fine. He fits. He he knows he belongs. So maybe he belongs in a major. Things yeah, happen. If he's 10%, then take 30% if you like him. Correct. Well, maybe. Okay, also popular are Zach Johnson, Corey Connors, and Lanto Griffin. They're above 70% or so. I don't know what else. Uh, do you want to talk about the ones that Mari. nobody wants? Malinari. Oh, Francesco Malinari. My favorite guy. Actually, no one likes him. I, I feel like I'm on an island, on a Molinari island with uh, Rob Hallway. Love. Me and him are alone. Love. Do you like him? Oh, yeah. Why do you like him? Well, a great price. He just showed a little flash of form, and we're getting him back at a place – He's done well at Why wouldn't you click him? What would you think his ownership is going to be? If he was higher than 8%, I'd be shocked. Well, it's 6.5 with the accumulation of the three and the me in the extra. 6.5. That's surprising to me. That's I a think, lot, though, right? 
because no. he could show up and not have anything. But we know he's a par four score a guy. He's a par four king, and he practices hard. And he had forty eight pars in a row here, or whatever it was. He spent thirty six holes par or better, and was awesome at the Augusta one eighteen months ago. So I don't know what were you thinking? Like he's not going to get good again? Like what are you talking about? It's Molinari. The narrative against Molinari dates back to February when he had been broken from the Masters from the April before. Correct. Which is like just from a long. How long ago was that? When half his family's ever like in Italy dying of COVID and shit. Like you think he doesn't give a shit about? He doesn't care anymore. Off, dude. Yeah, he's drunk. He's drunk all the time. He's just forgotten about it. Or probably just casually drinking wine. I don't think he's drunk all the time, but maybe he was just... So here, here's the thing is, and, and then he he didn't play in the Euro. He showed up two weeks ago and missed the cut. And, oh, look, Molinari's back and he's still bad. And then look what he did last week. Everything was... Yeah, but if you were a Molinari clicker on the week that he missed the cut, you would have seen he was close, dude. And that's why you would have clicked him again like I did last week at the Houston, and I knew. I didn't click enough. I should have clicked him in the Bagels Listener League. If you're not in the Bagels Listener League, what are you doing with your life? Even though he should pay out the top 10, but that's not the point. You got to get in that league. <laughs> anyway, here we go. The least popular dudes are the ones that nobody wants, the old dudes, obviously. But the ones that people might look at that don't look at, please stop yourself from being the one percenter. No, the one percent guy is bad. Jazz, Shugo, Landry, Sung Kang, Lashley, Putnam. Have you seen Graham McDowell's recent form? It's it's stark, at the least. He's bad. He's not terrible. He made the cut last week at the Houston Open. Oh, he did? Well, I was looking, I guess, before that. But whatever. Okay, I don't want anything to do with McDowell. We could do Nick Taylor won the Pebble Beach and is a good par three scorer, but nobody wants. Maybe for a good reason. Victor Perez, I couldn't think of much positive about him. And RCB, I think RCB is with the Snedeker, um, Leishman, Stenson crew, and they're just retiring, basically. <laughs> it's one of those people that suck. Same with Kucher. He's just like one yeah. foot out the door. He knows. He sees more cow and wolf. And he's like, oh, my God, I don't have the energy. Have you heard Wolf talk? He, he's got a lot of energy. He's like me. Yeah, I, I, here's the thing. I'm not going to build lineups that <laughs> dig down here. I, I have. Yeah, you're not digging in this dirt. What about Tyler Duncan? Can you dig in some Duncan dirt? Because I love that. I like 6,300 Tyler Duncan. That might be the least expensive name I click. Dylan Vertelli. Dylan Dirt. You clicking some digging in some Dylan Vertelli dirt. He's kind of sneaky. He can score. He can get hot sometimes. He's long, actually. And so, and he's one on tour. So I like Dylan Fertel. He played last year, but he missed the cut, so he learned a little something or something. And then what about Burned or Matt Wallace? People are considering those low-owned Euros. Would you consider Burned Viesberger or Matt Wallace? You know, the the Euros, they do show up here at the Masters, and it's From a matter of time. You know, which one? And, you know, you take a flyer on maybe a Burned or a, or a Van Ruin or a Wallace or, or, or a Harding. Your well, EVR you're, is on the PGA Tour now with his ankle-showing pants. Or 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 Harding, your guy. Yeah, I'm not on Harding this year. I think I will click a burner. You know what I like about Matt Wallace is he's kind of the the killer. Like he will talk shit to his caddy and like be mad. And I like that. We like that about people. Yeah. And Matt Wallace wants to perform well on the world stage. This is kind of the thing. Like we saw, we talked about where Affy Barnrat and people that want to have goblets and win chalices because <laughs> they give that stuff out for uh, eagles and low round of the day and random stuff gets a goblet and a plate and weird master's memorabilia. So he's not uh, gonna shit. He's going to get a fucking uh, jacket. Oh, no, Matt Wallace. A- I mean, he can get an Eagle and get a shot glass, but I don't know if he's going to get a jacket. I'm saying if, if, if you win the masters, all you get is a jacket. You don't get a goblet. Well, I'm sure along the way winning the masters, you've had an ACE and a Eagle and a birdie and a par and a bogey. I don't know what to tell you. Stop talking about that. Let's talk about how we're building this week because we're done with the names. And this is the section where we talk about the buildings of the rosters. And I think you build with DJ or JT as your anchor. You grab a good 9K guy, you do your uh, 8K guys, and you fit a couple sevens, and then you hit your risky random in the 6K range, and you just go for it, and boom, hashtag mega profit. 
Yeah. And I think if you're, I think if you're in a big GPP, like huge GPP millionaire maker, yeah. A six K name, you, you're just going to have to hope you pray, you hope you click. And then, yeah, you take, you, you do the exact same build. I think in the short game, you might be able to get away with, you know, a DJ or below type of, of click. And I think I'm going to, you know, okay. I've, I've messed around with uh, lineups that start with Tiro Hatton or, or Webb Simpson at 9,400, 9,300. Perfectly fair. You can do that for sure. But just don't go with the, the weird names because no one wants them. Like, don't do that. We're an ownership pod. We talk about that. Not in the we're mix. like, we're against making that bad decisions because other people are making good decisions. Like, don't make bad ones. Who are you making as your bad decisions for your values? Oh, boy. Uh, who am I attracted to the most? That's probably going to be a bad decision. How long have you been – how long have you actually looked at the names? Like, should we even ask you? Hours. Hours. You have? Did you look yeah. at my spreadsheet? Yeah, I'm looking at your sp- spreadsheet. I don't have the – Give us a review of the spreadsheet, an honest review. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I looked at every single uh, negative and positive note, which, you know, gives it's good for – giving pause for you know wait a minute i like this guy but oh okay he's not good at putting <laughs> or, did you ever look at the eric darbo sweet spot dfs like insane dream sheet no i i didn't i didn't purchase uh, access to that yet. i gave you access you dumbass so you obviously don't care see eric doesn't even care how am i gonna get you to care how, eric barely even bought a sweatshirt yeah, so here we go. We got Eric getting access for free, and he doesn't even want it. He doesn't even use it. That's Eric Quagnus Martins in a nutshell. So here's his values, everyone. Let's listen to those because those are going to be great. Oh, God. Who are the dumb names that you want <laughs> that we should fade? I'm not <laughs> You asked me. To- hours, guys. Okay, who do you have? I, I've given my favorite plays. I think we've already said this. Oh, now you're ashamed of your humans? Who are your human dice? Just say the names you wrote down so I can make fun of you. Go. I, I said it. My uh, Bubba Watson, 9000 bucks. I mean, there's, no, there's, there's nothing to not like there other than the fact that he's putted marginally and not even horribly right. last couple of rounds. And then now we get up Tim to a place where he knows the surfaces. He knows the, the, the structure of the greens. Why would you not? $9,000? I might go 100% $9,000 Bubba Webson. Oh, my God. I wish you'd do. I hope you do because I would, that would make me proud of you. I would be like I had taught you something and led you to somewhere. And at I'm, least if you're going to win, you're going to win big league. 100% Bubba Watson, 9000 bucks. I can make every style of lineup with him. He's the perfect price for 100% type name. Great. That's it. That's all I'm okay. going to say. That's amazing. I'm proud of you. You've redeemed yourself. Okay, next name. No, that's the only name. I'm going 100% Bubba Watson. So that's the, that's the, that's the value straight. from Eric. Okay, good, because I give you five. I'll do five. So I'll make up for you. Okay, <laughs> I got Webb Simpson at $9,300. I like him a lot. And then I like $8,900 Adam Scott. What's not to like about Adam Scott? Guy's motivated. Guy's won here. Guy played well last week. Guy has it going. He shows up and wins. I like him, man. His price is right, 8900 Adam Scott. And then Justin Rose. We didn't talk much about it because it's it's a burn in our uh, past. But we're going to go back to Justin Rose, who was 13 of 13, made cuts. And I talked him up, and we loved him last year. But then he burned us all. For some reason, he missed the cut. And it was like the bad. He was going in great, missed the cut. So then he's kind of going in iffy, and he's going to do well. He was T2 runner-up in a playoff. He almost won. It was like two years ago against uh, – or three – Sergio, I think, right? Somebody beat yes. him play up. Yes. So he's been there. He was second again in 2015 or something like that. So guy's been here, done that. $7,700 Justin Rose. This is all he cares about. This is what we – I've won a GPP with Justin Rose. I know Justin Rose. Justin Rose <laughs> wants big moments. He doesn't care about the hotel trophy, the car trophy. No. The Safeway gr- grocery store. I think Justin Rose is going to those tournaments and caring. <laughs> He only does that to check boxes and for obligations for his sponsors because he makes millions of dollars being Morgan Stanley. But at the same time, $7,700 Justin Rose, he can win a jacket for sure. 
So it's a good value. And then $7,300 Cameron Smith. No one's really talked about him tonight. Well, people have talked about him. They know about him. He's now a bomber. He looks kind of bigger to me. He has the longer hair. He's got the swag. He's growing up. He was T5 two years ago. He was the President's Cup, almost MVP of the uh, international team. So I like Cameron Smith. I like his recent form. I like the fact that he's won in the calendar year 2020. You want those kind of things. They check boxes on the, stare, on the narratives and the storylines. So $7,300 Cameron Smith. And then the last name I'll say is $6,700 Francesco Molinari for my guy, Rob Hallway, who won $150,000 off this name. And you know what? He could win you a million because he's $6,700 and he was T5 last year. He's coming back. He's putting on the sunglasses. I'll be back. And he is, he's been ready. And you know what? It's almost better that it wasn't in April for Molinari because I don't think he was mentally prepared for that. And he is thankful and he's going to take advantage and he hasn't been practicing and he hasn't been trying to get better and he hasn't been injured before and is healthy now give me a break. We don't know anything about any of these people. So don't act like you're going to know about Molinari. I think Molinari is going to be great. And at 6,700, a low ownership. <laughs> give me that for the win. Let's go. I love said. That. Yeah. I love that. I have, right, I thanks just, for watching everybody. You are awesome. If you retweet this, I will be very happy about it. Um, follow us on Twitter. He's a Quagnus. I'm Eddie Dino real cheap. Cause I'm a realtor for you. Dino realty. If you need a house and you live in Minnesota, that's another plug I could do. I could sell it or buy it for you. Here we go. Thank you and goodbye. Webb Simpson, Bubba Watson, Justin Rose, Francesco Molinari, Cameron Smith, DJ, zero dollars remaining in that lineup. Oh my God, we're all going to split the Millie. <laughs>